0: Oh, that's not like going a lot of false endings <laughs> welcome to open circuit here on 8 i i i'm your host jammer back from a vacation uh, spent a couple weeks or about a week in the uh, united states with my band martial art played a couple shows played eight static festival played uh, magfest's game over new york played in a uh, barn in the middle of nowhere new jersey and had an absolute blast <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I took some time off to prepare for that, to go on that trip, and to recover from that trip, but I'm back uh, after quite a while. It's been practically a month hiatus. I've uh, got a very chiptune-heavy show for you uh, this week, and that's probably because of all the awesome music that I heard uh, while I was in Philadelphia in particular for the Eight Static Festival. Uh, first up there we had uh, Maxo and Peter Berkman, uh, Peter being of the band Anamanaguchi, and This is uh, a track that was released on an EP called Jack vs. Maltine, uh, both of those being uh, two different record labels uh, or net labels online. That song is called Ranger, and it's a free download. You'll be able to find the link in the show notes up on kngi.org after the show is over. So, yeah, uh, like I mentioned, I was on tour with my band, Martial Art, and one of the things that we did uh, that was, I don't know, very special for me at least, I'm hoping it was special for the people who saw us, we actually played with a drummer for the very first time when we played in Philadelphia at the Static Festival. Uh, we brought back Bucky, and uh, for those of you who uh, are not familiar with him, he is uh, the former drummer of Cheap Dinosaurs, uh, also of Chromalodium, and of the band uh, Parasprinter, going way back there. He kind of fell off the radar for quite some time, uh, but we... <laughs> We found him, we dug him out, and uh, got him to play a show with us, and he was quite eager to do so, which is wonderful. Uh, So what I'm going to play for you next is a practice recording of one of our songs that he sent us. It's basically the album version of our song Asteroid Driller, but it features uh, some extra elements uh, being live drums, or at least uh, I think they were like like an electronic drum kit, but either way, performed live by uh, the one and only Bucky. Uh, so, yeah, this is a practice version of Asteroid Drone featuring uh, Bucky. And up, up next, I've got two of the artists that I saw and really enjoyed at Eight Saturday Festival. We've got Trey Frey and Little Pa up next. Welcome back. You just heard Little Pa with a track off of his brand new EP Space Corgi, which you can get at ExploringAudio1999 at our Bandcamp.com. The track was called Something Exploded in Russia. Um, before that, we had Trey Frey with Drift, a, a single that he released. Uh, I want to say about a month ago or so, although it could have been longer because I kind of lost track of time with <laughs> with his little vacation. And before that, we had my own band uh, with a guest artist. Uh, this was Martial Art featuring Bucky. That was uh, a practice version of Asteroid Driller. Uh, all three of those, myself included, performed at the H-Static Festival in, uh, in Philadelphia just, uh, I want to say, uh, two weekends ago, the 15th, 16th, and 17th. Uh, the entire thing was filmed and broadcast on uh, Twitch TV, Hopefully that'll be up on YouTube soon. So if you uh, miss the show in person, you'll be able to uh, relive it by way of a webcam feed, hopefully, uh, in the next little while. Uh, Coming up next, I'm going to switch gears a little bit with a shorter track here from Ryan 8-Bit. Ryan 8-Bit's been in the the video game cover scene for quite some time now. Uh, And uh, last week on uh, Back to the Future Day... He released a tribute album uh, that covers the entire Back to the Future, the original movie, uh, covers the movie's entire soundtrack and score in such a way that he's covered all of the music featured in the original movie, and he's actually done kind of a really neat project. He hasn't released it just due to the uh, legality of it all, but he's basically come up with his own edit of the movie, which removes all of the music in the original movie and replaces it with his own soundtrack, which I think is quite impressive. The fact that he actually went through the effort of like filtering out all the noise and keeping all the dialogue and sound effects and replacing the music with his own uh, hard rock metal take on it. Uh, so I'm going to play a, a shorter track from the album. This is only about a minute long. Uh, and I'll get to another track for it later on in the show. So this is Ryan 8-Bit with a track off of his Back to the Future tribute album. This is He's a Pup Killer. for you to hit play. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she was <laughs> trapped in fear. It couldn't be clearer. She wanted to be this place with a self in space. Dad, you might think she's a criminal. But a friendship comes through something.
0: Was a uh, short break <laughs> you just heard the Kevin Martinez band that is uh, the band consisting of uh, Wiz Wars and uh, mr. Wimmer and a couple other members from the uh, San Jose and Los Angeles chiptune and video game music scene uh, two tracks there uh, one was a Steven universe cover and the next was an original track uh, called splash of summer though no, it's a little bit late for some summer themed music uh, but eh, it was a great track I, feel, I felt like playing it anyway uh, that's off of their uh, new album release Live in San Jose which is actually a really pretty well recorded live album uh, given the DIY nature of the band and before that we had a short track from Ryan 8-Bit that was uh, He's a Pup Killer off of his Back to the Future tribute coming up next I've got uh, something here from Zeiss uh, this is uh, An answer to a question I'm sure that's been burning on everybody's mind for like the past couple decades. What would the Backstreet Boys sound like if they were rendered as key gen music? This is Zeiss with a track off of Zeiss versus the Backstreet Boys. I want it that way. something Halloween-themed, <laughs> given on the show, you just heard Arcade High with Campfire Curse. That's a single that was posted on his SoundCloud in time for the uh, the holiday, in air quotes, because I know some people don't really get it as a holiday. It's not really a holiday. It's kind of just more of a thing that people observe, I guess. <sighs> Prior to that, we had Coda with a track off of the Boston 8-Bit and Friends compilation. That was Kaiten Zushi, one of two tracks that Kota has on that compilation. Um, check them both out, and check out the other tracks on there as well. There's lots of stuff coming uh, out of the Boston 8-Bit crew as of late. And starting the block off, we had what's probably going to be the crowd favorite of this episode of the show, Zeiss with I Want It That Way, uh, originally by the Backstreet Boys. That's off of a, uh, a five-track EP that was released uh, just a couple days ago. Uh, And, yeah, the entire EP kind of lives up to the hype that that one track has. It works too well, if that makes any sense. Anyway, on to the uh, the latter half of the show. haven't got too much planned. I kind of uh, undershot this week's playlist just because uh, I have a tendency to overshoot and I don't really want to eat into anybody else's time. So up next, I've got... uh, Four tracks here off of the last two Weekly Treats singles. Uh, The guy behind it, uh, Andrew, announced that Weekly Treats would be discontinued uh, shortly, uh, a couple weeks ago. And he basically just released one after the other, each album or each individual single, as it was ready. uh, Just to clear out his backlog, basically. Uh, So he's made it all the way up to M&N being the... With alphabetical numbering, if that makes any sense, Uh, since announcing that it was going to close. I'm going to play the the final two singles here, like I said, Uh, so this is four tracks, because each single has an A-side and a B-side. First up here, we've got TDK, followed by Melt Channel, and the closing Weekly Treat single, which is probably going to be the the last one, unless uh, someone picks up the mantle and revives it next year or something like that. We've got uh, Amy Damney. I don't know if I'm getting that right, it could be Aim Damney. I have no idea, and uh, the closing track from the J. Arthur Keynes band. So yeah, first up this is TDK with a track off of his uh, Weekly Treats single, this is number M in the series, this is a track called Sanity Twister. heard four tracks from the Weekly Treat series. First up, we had TDK with Sanity Twister. Following that, we had Melt Channel with Weird Waves, uh, with the subtitle Live from Planet Earth. After that, we had Ame Damni with Lost, and then we had a brand new track from the J. Arthur Keens Band. Ooh, a lot of people seem to think that he dropped off the radar, but his Bandcamp page seems to be fairly active. He put out an album last summer, uh, or like two EPs last summer, an album probably not too long before that. I know I've got uh, two of his CDs that he's put out relatively recently, I want to say within the past two years. Uh, so yeah, he hasn't quite vanished yet, uh, so that track was called Mirrorball Eyes, which you can pick up at Weekly Treats uh, as a part of their uh, final ever single. Uh, they've discontinued the project, and, uh, like I said, unless someone else picks up the mantle, that'll be the last you hear from the Treats. Now that about wraps up the show. I'm just going to jump right into the next song here. Uh, this is another one off of Ryan 8-Bits' of uh, Back to the Future treatment album. This is the closing track, and I feel like it's fitting for this. It's called Until the Sequel. See you guys next week.